Welcome to Talking Fußball Fantasy, your source for all things official fantasy Bundesliga. With player picks as sumptuous as a Christopher Nkunku brace, fancy advice as devastating as an Erling Haaland injury, and two pundits as dynamic and dumbfounding as the 2G connection on Freiburg's left wing. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, one and all. My name is James Thurrogood. This is Talking Fußball Fantasy Season 5, Match Day 7. And joining me, as always, it is the fantasy football got himself, Flo Reinecke. Flo, uh, how did your last match day go? Because I, I have to say, I was scraping the barrel and very happy to just get over 100 points last weekend. Yeah, I was in a similar spot. So no Nkunku, no party. And I went out and got Davis and Kimmich into my squad, which uh, I have to thank Pavar for getting sent off because I, I think it would have worked out much better if, Bayern were uh, 11 against uh, 11 and not down one man, but there you go. That that things happen. And I think I came into Sunday with like 70 points, but in the end I got 116, which regarding that I didn't have in Kunku, I, I think was still decent enough. Yeah, we were both still on the Schrobberschlei trainer, weren't we? Yeah. And that, that was kind of my issue as well. But I, yeah, I mean, I went into Sunday with only, I think, 41 points. I thought Karma was about to bite me for making fun of you for that terrible weekend you had a few match days ago, because I thought I was going to I was gonna be under 100 points. I thought I was going to have an absolute shocker. Fortunately, I had some people and some players save me on Sunday. Um, and I'm sure we might talk about a few of them today. I mean, the, the note today, ladies and gents, Flo and I are doing this very much on the fly late on Thursday. Um, I've only just gotten back from Wolfsburg today. Flo's busy with other commitments as well. So we're going to keep this one nice and short for the most part. You've only got three transfers to use this weekend. Then we've got unlimited transfers during the international break. So there's only so much uh, advice we can give you this weekend. And I will say this as well now. I will jump on Twitter spaces tomorrow, so Friday, before the kickoff of, of the late game, Köln against Furt. And so I'll do a Twitter spaces as well tomorrow to answer any last minute questions. And on that note, I wasn't going to do any listener questions, but because someone sent one in and he kind of hit the nail on the head for the biggest talking point of this weekend. So we might as well talk about it now. Um, it's our good friend at Gavin Doyle, IE on Twitter. He says, hi, James and Flo. He says, Leipzig and Köln seem to have nice fixtures in match day seven. Uh, so thinking of bringing in Nkunku, Kainz and Anthony for Schoberschlei, Bellingham and Gunter. I'll ask you about that quickly in a second, but he hits the nail on the head here, Flo, when he says, or should I look at a Holland replacement up front instead? And I think that is the big headache facing everyone. What do we do with Erling? Yeah, let's hope we get some kind of clarity uh, on Friday. So, like, we just checked, so there's no news on the status of Haaland, it's, it's totally up in the air and of course it's changed everything. I think it will depend on how many moves I feel I personally have to make if I want to risk it with Haaland being questionable, keeping in my squad or not. If I feel like I can do a transfer and I'm not hurting in other areas, I'd probably lean on selling Haaland if we don't get any kind of positive vibe out of Dortmund uh, until transfer deadline. I mean, it's it's not a good situation, but it's a situation we're all in together. So uh, I think these are the kind of weeks where you get rewarded if you plan ahead. And for instance, last week brought in Modest, although it was a Midland fixture at Frankfurt, but bringing in Modest with him playing now on Friday evening at home against Fürth, these are the kinds of 
decision that that pay off if you have to like um make moves on the fly because of injuries and suspension and so on yeah but like i can't give you an indefinite uh, answer in regards to Haaland. it's all depending on health the other three transfers you're planning i think are very smart although like i i don't think there's need necessarily to get rid of bellingham um, if you need to, to uh, because in, um, you need the funds, all right. Um, but Dortmund against Augsburg, uh, yeah, I, I think it's at least a decent matchup for Bellingham. I, I don't love him as a fantasy asset, but like if you brought him in, uh, um, there, there are almost no better fixtures than at home against Augsburg right now. So uh, he, he, he wouldn't be necessarily on, on the chopping block for me. Schoboschle is just like, it seems like for now he's falling uh, behind Forsberg in the pecking order and Kunku is like the key man for Leipzig right now. And Jesse March can't afford to do some crazy rotation because he needs points right now. And so... I lean on Choboslai. I have him as well, and I lean uh, towards selling him just because uh, he isn't in most predicted lineups. And yeah, I guess we won't see him in the starting 11. And then I try to upgrade him to Nkunku as well. I think that's the smartest move. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to see if I've got a transfer free to do that um, and, and see whether that's possible for me. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on all fronts. And the, the Haaland headache, I mean, yeah, you're right. We'll wait for the press conference. Admittedly, I, I think it's doubtful. The way, the way things look right now, I think it's doubtful. So it's probably better to plan without him than with him. Um, it does up, open up a few differentials. And this is, again, you know, we talked about it before the last international break. This is a match day where you can maybe take a gamble on a player that you don't need long-term prospects for that you can ship out during the international break. Uh, so we will talk about some of that stuff. We're not going to run through all of the fixtures, Flo. I just want to ask you, though, which matches are standing out to you on this match day in terms of ones that you really do want to invest in? Yeah, especially in Friday evening one with Köln against Fürth and Köln having a lot of affordable, like they have affordable, good fantasy players in all areas of the pitch. Uh, you can go with Benno Schmitz as a defender. He He's cheap and he he's a good choice. You can go with Kainz. He's my preferred midfield option uh, for Cologne. And up front, you've got Modest. And I mean, if I can make... I, I don't think I can do a transfer in defense this week. So I won't. I probably will be without Benno Schmitz. But if I could, I would bring him in. If he's starting. So maybe Izibue is starting. But I, I definitely prefer Benno Schmitz because his crossing seems like far more on point uh, as what we've seen from Hizibue. So um, th that's the first game I look at. Dortmund has a great matchup, but the question is, who, who do you want to play there? You've got Guerrero, and apart from him, it's a lot of guesswork you have to do. So maybe you want... To, I think you can make an argument to go to Marco Reus. Um, that will probably be my preferred striker, even Daniel Malen's scored in, in the Champions League is still like Royce a bit more. And in midfield is Torgan Hazard, who's probably going to start. But I'm not sure that he has 90 minutes in him yeah. right now. Um, and that's that's a bit of a concern. 
Um, Leipzig facing off Bochum. Of course, you've got Nkunku, you've got Angelino, and uh, up front you got our old pal Yusuf Paulsen. Uh, well, I mean, it, it's interesting. Jesse Marshall also kind of alluded to the thought process of maybe playing Nkunku up front at some point as well. The problem I see with that, as as lovely as that sounds, as a fantasy owner. To then ruffle the feathers of both Andre Silva and Yusuf Paulson by playing Nkunku up front and leaving them both and on the Nkunku bench. Nkunku as well. I, I, pres- like, no, I, I don't think I don't think Nkunku would have a problem. No, there, is, there is hardly a better fantasy player than Nkunku playing as an attacking midfielder who got like who knows if he can perform like that if he has to play uh, with a back to the goal uh, a lot of the time. So I, I actually prefer Nkunku just playing the role he he does play. So Leipzig would be the the other club I look at, and I think that would be the three clubs to invest. Probably you have already Bayern assets, and they're facing off Frankfurt, which is good. It's the Sunday after the Champions League match, which is bad because maybe we see some kind of rotation. Lewandowski is safe, Kimmich is safe, and probably Davis is safe with all the personal issues they got on the flank but in theory we could see Hernandez start as left back I don't I don't think that's going to happen it's just like uh, that you heard of the possibilities and uh, also on Sunday is Leverkusen at Bielefeld but Bielefeld is like defending quite good at home yep. and it, I would look to, to, uh, to invest elsewhere than in Leverkusen you have Wurz in your squad that's good and no need to sell him but uh, I don't think that loading up against Bielefeld um, when you play at Bielefeld is necessarily a wise move. No, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, I think especially when, as we've said, you've only got three transfers and the other three fixtures at the very least that you mentioned really do stand out as ones that you can jump into. Leverkusen would maybe be there on another match day when we preach about flexibility, but that's also just not needed. There's so many standalone fixtures on match day seven that that's just not a problem for us. So let's talk about some of the players then. Flo's mentioned a couple already from some of the standout fixtures, but if we were talking about the defender's market, cheap and expensive flow, where would you be looking? I mean, you've talked about Beno Schmitz. I guess we should mention as well. I mean, there was no update from Baumgart about the head injury suffered. Luca Killian is out. And so he's kind of said that Shikos and Mere will start at centre-back, but didn't say anything about Beno Schmitz. And just wondering whether there might, might be a lingering knock and that could see a easy way be a bit of a differential. But there are some other defenders out there, surely, that pique the interest as well in that cheap range. I mean, we still have Gieselmann. Um, he, he probably plays, although like um, Union Berlin is playing in the Europa Conference League. I'm actually not sure. Are they playing right now, James? Or uh, are they playing the late slot? No, they've got the late kickoff. They've got yeah. the late one. So I'll, I'll have their lineup in about okay. 10 minutes time, but, roughly. Uh, I think Gieselmann should start. But if you look on the other side, with Mainz and with Niakate injured and Hack being I just want to say on the COVID list, but the, that's the NFL stuff. But like he, he's basically on the Bundesliga COVID list because he tested positive. And we saw then Brozinski coming into the team for Mainz. And we know that Brozinski is a pretty good fantasy asset. 5.4 million set piece taker, penalty taker. I think you can do worse. So if Benno Schmitz, he's 4.7 isn't in the starting lineup on Friday, I probably, if you need a cheap defender, I, w- I prefer Gieselmann, but 
he probably is already in your squad, and then Brzezinski will be my next choice in line. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we all know what Brzezinski can do. I had Anderson Lukoki down on my list for very similar reasons. Mine's a solid back line. Yeah, yeah, you can take him as well. But Brzezinski is a bit cheaper, I guess. Uh, yeah, ab- I would assume so, absolutely. I mean, there is news, actually, Gieselman is in the starting lineup for Union tonight, so I don't know whether that will have an impact. But then again, I mean international break coming up they don't need to worry about resting him when they're going to have him you know taking a fortnight off because yeah and it's not like he's being called up for Germany yeah. <laughs> I was going to say not... as good as his fantasy form has been it hasn't quite piqued Hansi Flick's interest yet yeah. maybe that'll ha- come come with time um, talk to me about some, some more expensive defenders because it, it seems like there are three that stand out and it's hard to kind of get past them right now but is Angelino back in the mix or is Gunter keeping that? Like, you know, I feel like those are the two that are debatable. Davies and, and Guerrero goes without saying. Sosa's lost his standing. Yes. And then it's really, do we like Angelino now that Leipzig are changing their system a little bit under Jesse Marsh? Or do we like the Gunter? Yeah, Lavon, I mean, he got 19 points last week. So that was the Angelino of all. Only question is, are we seeing him in the starting lineup? And I think he... L- he lost his play. All right, now I think he lost his place as a definite starter. Like no competition at all. He's like the only option they have. What we what was at times last season uh, the case. That's not the case anymore. I still think at home against Bochum we'll see him in the starting lineup. But there's more risk attached with Angelino than especially with Guerrero. So all of the uh, um, out of these three. I would pack it down Guerrero first, then Davis, and then Angelino. That would be my list. But Davis and Angelino, I think, are very, very close. But I feel more positive of Davis starting than Angelino starting. But there's a, a, a little bit of risk with both of these players. To the midfield category then and talk to me about some enablers that we might have this weekend in terms of anyone that's looking to free up a bit of budget where can they look on match day seven yeah Florian Kainz I mean we mentioned him many times before he has 7.8 million is his price tag Friday evening and if he starts I I, I personally won't get too creative and look at other uh, places um, I, I probably just would go with Kainz and feel pretty good about it. But apart from him, it's tough. Who else I would trust on the match day like like this? Yeah, because uh, it's hard. It's hard with Robin I, Hack. Wu Yong Jong will likely maybe drop out of the starting lineup if you think that Freiburg might bring Roland Shalai back in. And so, like, we've lost a lot of like impact players potentially. Yeah, and uh, like I, I expect like the Hertha Freiburg game to be one of with the least shot productions of all nine games. Yeah. True. Just because of the way that Hertha is playing, and I'm I'm not sure that Freiburg will go up all out there. And I I think like fantasy production wise, it could be a doozy. Yeah, I I, I couldn't agree more. It's a very yeah. dangerous one. Doozy means like bad, huh? Did I use the word? Uh, no, okay. Well, a doozy. No, a doozy would be a good thing normally. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just said like you you looked funny to me, yeah. and then I thought, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you would you would I use it. In the so it's the opposite of a doozy. Then it's a 
Schmusi. <laughs> you know what, actually, I wouldn't know. Um, I wouldn't know off the top of my head. But yeah, yeah. it's it, it, it's a it's a bad game. It, it's a it's, yeah. I don't. I, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm so busy trying to think through like the English dictionary right now uh, for a word, and it's just not coming to me. So I'm not gonna not gonna try. But I do agree with you that that's not a game to invest in. Again, if I had unlimited transfers, Grifo may actually even be on the chopping block for me um, this week. Yeah, but then yeah, I mean, where, sure. if 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 the cheap market isn't the one that's really it, that's the problem. A lot of the a lot I of the mean, players you have that we would kinds like well, kinds is. Yeah. Uh, is a cheap market all by himself, uh, I, I would say. But then where else are you looking in midfield? A apart from him, really, maybe Haidara for 8.4 million. But you got a lot of risk of him being not in a starting lineup. It could like quite easily be that we see Schoboschlei in a more um, defensive role than we've seen before. Because he used to play as a number eight. Uh, at Salzburg, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, he, he can play both sides of the pitch. And why not? I think that's a possibility. We don't know like what is happening at Wolfsburg. They, like Renato Steffen, we all forgot about him and then he scores in the Champions League. But like, who knows who's going to play on, on Saturday? I'm not making a guess there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Van Bommel's rotation, Maybe to be honest. if you want a cheaper guy... Really, this time, this match day would be the time to bring in Thomas Meunier. The Belgian Beckham, I, yeah? I got at least You get at least some clarity that he's going to be in a starting lineup and he's cheap enough. He's not like a real super cheapy, but let's check his price tag real quick. Uh, 8 million, so just a bit more. And we should get the same. We're not actually sure who's going to play. Uh, we saw Chris Führich coming on, having a good game after being, I, I think he came on in his a second half or at halftime, I'm not 100%. 5.5 million is his price tag, but with him, we know he won't get to 70 minutes. Yeah. Because yeah, he he had a long injury and it's now saying, well, if he can play 60 minutes, he probably is going to start. But that's the question mark. And you like I, I don't like to invest in a player when know that he's not on the pitch for more than 60 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's the problem outside of Kainz, who we will hopefully know about. I, I looked at the, the cheap midfield market and it's either bad fixtures or a lack of guarantee about a starting spot or just a lot of risk associated. Or, or it's players like, you know, Joshua uh, Gilavogi, who, you know, is 5.1 million, but he's never really going to be a fantasy asset even on this weekend. Yeah, maybe Suat Sada. I mean, he's not the most expensive guy you can look at. You can think of doubling up with Cologne if Jan Thielmann, for instance, is in the starting lineup. But I think he's sick. Actually, I, I don't. I like he lost his starting berth. Yeah, I think Thielmann's at out. Frankfurt, and I think he's on. On top of that, he's sick as well. So um, I don't think he's going to start. You could double up with Kainz and Duda, but Duda is nine point five million, so it's not like he's a super cheapy. No. no. Should we talk about strikers then, or is there anyone else to mention in the midfield market? Um, the more expensive ones, I guess. Well, I mean, it, I mean, yeah, Kuku, got... of course, he's a guy that yeah. stands <laughs> very standing out. But apart from him, I'm not sure that there's a, a lot of guys that you need to jump onto who are not already known. Um, we mentioned Torgen Hazard before. Before 11.9 million, that's his price tag. Yeah, he he's definitely hit a miss. But differential and can pay off big. 
and probably has a safe role with the uh, Haaland situation. So, um, yeah, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, I, I do think the the fact is that with the midfield market, I think a lot of people's midfields might be actually quite settled coming into this match date. And now with the Haaland prospect of him dropping out, the focus will be on figuring out how to fix a front line that may have misfired last weekend. And yeah, I just think this this could be an interesting one in terms of where people prioritize their transfers. But let's talk about some of the striking options. Uh, we've mentioned Anthony Modeste already. Is there anyone else in that kind of cheap bracket flow, I'd say like 10 million or under, that, that would pique your interest and would make you consider investing in, in them this weekend. Yeah, like Modest is by far, like far and above the rest of the cheap strikers in my mind. So he would be easily, easily number one for me. And number two would be still Omar Mamouche for three point four million. And and a lot of predicted lineups we see Marcus Ingvartsen from Mainz. He's five point nine million. So up against his former club, you know. I just yeah against Union. I think that could be interesting, but I, I'm not sure that I would like. Then I would have three cheapies in my lineup. So if I need two, so I already have Modest. If I have to sell Haaland, it's not impossible that I would bring in Mamouche because um, of all the high-priced options like Kramaric, um, Wehorst playing at home against Gladbach, Kramaric playing at Stuttgart. I, I'm, I'm not loving any of it. Um, Schick is playing at Bielefeld. We, we, we already talked about that. It's not like it's not a cupcake matchup, matchup, um, at Bielefeld necessarily. And then like the options are slim. Who is starting for Leipzig? We don't know that for sure. Josef Pausen is cheap enough, but like, is he a definite starter? You can make an argument then for Marco Royce or Daniel Malen. Um, I think the, certainty of which they are playing is pretty high um so maybe i'd lean towards mark royce actually if i want the high-priced striker how i mean leroy sané based on his form recently yeah they rotate like this talk that musiala is like he's due to start again and then either nabri or sané will be benched sané is looking pretty good right now and it's quite possible that Julian Nagelsmann wants to keep this run alive. But, I mean, the Bundesliga looks even more decided than in recent years. And that's just after six match days. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. If he wants to rest Zane, he, he can rest Zane. Um, I, I think it's like quite possible that it's going to happen. I... I personally side more on the side of it that Nabri will get a break, but who knows? And uh, I'm not sure I want to pay up for a guy that's then not in the starting lineup. Well, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's just his form has been incredible recently. Um, and we, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, we both kind of said, oh, Muller, yes, if you're going for a second by a striker, still it's Thomas Muller. And I think, yeah, we might have actually got that one a little bit wrong in the end because Leroy kind of came on leaps and bounds in the last couple of weeks. Okay, let's close out today's show. We've actually gone longer than I anticipated with our player picks, Flo. So Vegas choice for match day seven, who are you looking at? I'm going with Yusuf Paulson because... I think he would be a great sneaky pick for a real great haul if he's in a starting lineup. I expect him, but still, like it's seventy thirty maybe that he starts. Ten point nine million is a great price tag for Paulsen in my mind. I like that actually. Um, big fan of Yusuf Paulsen. Always have been. 
even though he doesn't quite have the challenges one uh, edge anymore. I was thinking along the same lines, but admittedly, I went through a different fixture. And I do like the look of Daniel Marlon as a Vegas choice because I just wonder whether Augsburg, having seen the way they capitulated against Freiburg, made me think that, you know, if, if Dortmund can get themselves rolling and find those spaces, that Daniel Marlon may be the one to benefit of the absence of Erling Haaland once again. But I do still like the Torgan Hazard pick as well, I have to say. Super Schnepchen, Flo. But Hazard's a midfielder, just to clarify this. Is, that is the yeah, difference, yeah. yeah. Um, the Vegas choice could be anything. <laughs> Super Schnäppchen, I'm probably, like, Modest is for, like, he he could be 18 million this match day and I still would be interested, very much interested in him. <laughs> and so that okay. tells you, like, he's a real, real bargain. No, he, he really is. I think he, he might be one of the hidden gems of this season if he hasn't already kind of cemented that spot already. I was going with a Köln player as well. And if he is in the starting lineup, I do like Benno Schmitz at the back because, yes, as we mentioned, the way Köln are set up, the way he crosses the ball, 4.7 million, uh, very few things I think can go wrong for him at home to foot. Uh, how about your banker then, Flo? I wanted to say the name that you got. right. I should have read the script before, James. Uh, I didn't. And now I'm, I have to scramble, but like that's one of my strongest suits. I have to say, if I, I may say so myself, <laughs> to to scramble and not like like talking and talking to think uh, and just like shoot it out, like it's fired out of a cannon. Well, that's it. Sorry. So, yes. Yeah, Modest is your banker. I'm going with Rafael Guerrero. That brings us to an end of this week's episode of Talking Fußball Fantasy, ladies and gents. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's been a fun one, a bit off the cuff. I hope you guys have enjoyed it the way that we've enjoyed it. Give us a follow on Twitter. Uh, jump in the Talking Fußball Fantasy League. For now, from me, your host, James Thorogood Flow, and the rest of the Talking Fußball crew, Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen.